Well, welcome back to our next edition of the Mike Kara Radio Program, What's Up America, as always, partly broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, USA, planet Earth. And my next guest is Mr. Gary Glass from Boulder, Colorado, who is with the uh, who is the director of the American Homebrewers Association. And Gary, it's a pleasure and honor that you could uh, join me today. And before we start our nice discussion, I'll let you know, as well as our audience, know a little bit about me. I have, as far as brewing goes, home brewing. I have been in the Central Florida Home Brewers uh, for about eight years. I've been brewing with my dad, Joe Kara, for about two years and uh, always learning tips and tricks and uh, i know a lot of people from the uh, central florida home brewers are listening so give the shout out to them but first of all gary this sounds like a great organization you have and why don't you tell us a little bit about i'm interested in how this uh, american home brewers uh, associate all got started here sure so um, well first off it's great to be with you mike and uh, happy to uh, talk about home brewing uh, but uh, the American Homebrewers Association got started uh, way back in 1978. Um, it actually got started before it was even federally legal to, to homebrew. Uh, that came very shortly thereafter, though. Uh, but back then, there wasn't a whole lot of information available for uh, for homebrewers. So uh, a couple of guys in, in Boulder, Colorado, Charlie Papazian uh, and his friend Charlie Matson decided it would be uh, a good idea to start an association. So, they launched uh, Zymergy Magazine as the, the primary, premier benefit of uh, AHA membership back then, uh, and shortly thereafter started the, the National Homebrew Competition and National Homebrewers Conference. Oh, so tell us, Gary, a little bit. You, you, you mentioned about some of those things, but the, the actual purpose and how this works. So first of all, I mentioned the Central Florida Home Brewers. So, I mean, is we'll start with that. Is your purpose to oversee these clubs or are these clubs totally separate from what, what you do then? Well, the, the club, we actually work closely with the clubs, but they're, they're not, uh, not necessarily um, – Chapters of the American Homebrewers right. Association, but uh, but clubs like the Central Florida Homebrewers would be registered with the AHA. Uh, so so we do what we can to support the the homebrew clubs there, and um, you know the, I think we've got something on the order of two thousand clubs across the United States. Uh, for for homebrew clubs, uh, we have uh, about two thousand clubs registered with the AHA through the in, in our database. We do a, a free registration for clubs so that we can we can put out a directory and, and help people find local clubs. Because really, um, at the local level, uh, homebrew clubs are kind of the heart of the the local homebrewing community. Uh, so we like to do what we can to support the, those clubs, but they're not. Uh, they're not like a chapter, so uh, they're they're totally run independently. Oh, okay. So yeah, they're they're all run independently, and uh, so I mean, as far as uh, y- you know, uh, the, you have the the different uh, events, and you, so when people become, we'll start with the the membership. Then you do have memberships. Now, these memberships for individual people or the whole club, or how does that work? membership is individual based so people purchase their 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 memberships for them themselves uh we do have a household membership available so people can add on additional people within their household uh and and we do work closely with with homebrew clubs to promote membership because we also offer a a club insurance program 
to offer very affordable insurance for the clubs, and, and we don't take any cut of that. Uh, but uh, to incentivize clubs to, to participate in the program, we do um, offer to cover the club insurance premiums for any clubs that, that hit 75% or more of their members as AHA members. Oh, okay. And uh, so we want to now talk about, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, your competitions and you know, you, you have here. So usually when do, you, do the competitions take place that? Uh, so the, we, we put on the national homebrew competition, which is the world's largest homebrew competition. Uh, first round was unfortunately supposed to be occurring in, in March and April. And uh, so Unfortunately, we were we were we had to cancel our first round judging because with the the coronavirus, there was just no no way to responsibly be able to get all the judges together to to do the judging. So, uh, first year in its uh, I think forty two year history that we've had to cancel uh, the homebrew competition. Uh, normal in a normal year, we would have. Uh, Entries judged all across the country at 13 different judge centers. We have nearly 10,000 entries judged in the first round. Uh, and then all the winners in the um, 35 or so categories uh, advance on to uh, the final round, which takes place at our homebrew count event. Wow. So, you know, you have all of these different, uh, you know, beers being entered and all these different styles. So how many you know different styles are, are there to be entered then? Uh, I think we have 35 different categories uh, of entries, uh, and but those are spread across you know, over 100 different subcategories. So it's a, it's a huge range of different beers as well as meads and ciders that are judged at the National Homebrew Competition. Oh, wow. So, so yeah, to be clear, you know, it's the American Homebrewers uh, Association, but you also judge ciders, but not wine then. Right, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure how that evolved, but, you know, the people who make beer tend to tend to be uh, interested in uh, ciders and meads, but um, not, not as much so with, uh, with wine, sir. So. We, we don't have uh, wine included in the uh, national homebrew competition. Oh, so I mean, the, so how does one, you know, get uh, a, a competition beer? Or maybe I should know this, that it might be through your home brew club, or how does someone send it? They have to send it to Colorado then? or? Uh, well, for the first round, we have uh, 13 judge centers all around the country. Uh, so there, there is one in uh, in Tampa Bay. So there's there's one not too far from where you're at. Uh, so they would they would send their entries here, they drop them off or, or ship them to the to the, uh, the judge centers and have them evaluated by the judges. Oh, okay. So so and then from there, then the second round does that go somewhere else or another location or? Right. So for for the the final round, it would take place at our. our Homebrewcon event, which we move around the country. Um, it was actually in, in Orlando in 2006. This year, uh, we're planning on being in Nashville uh, coming up in June. Oh, wow. So you, you try to uh, mix it up and have different locations uh, for different years then, huh? Right. 
Yeah, we want to make sure that we move it around so that uh, as many of our members as possible get a chance to experience the event. There's really nothing else like it. When you get 3,000 homebrewers together, it's uh, it's a really fun time. So we want to make sure that it it hits all the all the regions of the country. Oh, so so every state then could uh, basically so, but but so it's the American Home Brewers Association. So obviously anywhere in America, but what about like territories like Puerto Rico and all that? Yeah, we haven't had a homebrew con in Puerto Rico. That sounds like a lot of fun, though. But uh, we definitely have men- members in uh, in all the territories, uh, as well as all over the world. We have many members in in Canada, throughout Europe, across Latin America, Australia, Asia. So we we have I think over two thousand members that are uh, that are outside the United States. Oh, great, great. So, so a lot, lot of uh, different uh, members, and you mentioned that uh, your competition that you have is almost like, or pretty much is kind of like a, a convention. It's a great place to, to kind of gather, huh? Right, yeah, where we do the final round judging at, yeah. at our, our homebrew con event. Um, yeah, we do educational seminars, but we also put on uh, uh, evening events including club night which for me i believe is the kind of the premier event for homebrewers there, there's really nothing else like it so we get homebrew clubs from all over the country that come and serve their beer so it's like a it's like a beer festival for for homebrewers but it, they take it up a notch um the the clubs really get into it they they decorate their booths based on their their individual club themes and uh, and they they bring out some of their best beers and uh, you know I would say that that one night is like the most eclectic selection of beers that you're going to find anywhere in the world at any one time. Okay, Gary, you know what? That sounds great. What we are going to do is we are going to take a quick break, and we will be back. My guest today is Gary Glass from the American Home Brewers Association in Boulder, Colorado, and you are listening to the Mike Care Radio program, What's Up America, as always, partly broadcasting uh, from beautiful Ocoee, Florida, USA, planet Earth. And uh, please stay with us for our next segment of this edition of our program today. Well, welcome back to our next segment of this edition of the Mike Care Radio Program, What's Up America? As always, partly broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, USA, planet Earth. My guest today from the American Home Brewers Association, we have the one and only director, Mr. Gary Glass uh, from Boulder, Colorado. And we're so blessed and honored to have Gary Glass, the director of the American Home Brewers Association here today to tell us all about what they do and all about the joys of homebrewing, etc. So, Gary, pleasure, honor you could join me today. Thanks so much. Okay, Gary. So I want to talk a little bit. You know, uh, actually, I have a a series that I that I do called the Joys of Homebrewing, and uh, I wanted to talk a, about that. Uh, so for you, we understand that you've been homebrewing for twenty eight years, and uh, so so for, for you, how did you get started in it? I got started when I was in college. Um, you know, even back then, I was I was into into beer. But uh, I had a, a friend of a roommate stop by, and he brought over a, he brought over a beer that he had made. And but thought it never crossed my mind that you could actually make beer at home. And uh, I think within a week, I had bought my first uh, equipment kit and brewed up my first batch. And 
I've been hooked ever since. Oh, great. Uh, so when a lot of our listeners, we hope, you know, be, uh, you know, interested in, in brewing beer. So, I mean, for the first step of, of home brewers, now we hear about the Mr. Beer Kit. Uh, what do you think about that? You know, I, I think Mr. Beer is a, a, a fine way to get into home brewing. It's very inexpensive. You're brewing in a very small batch. Uh, but I think, you know, you anybody who... Who finds that they they like that experience is probably going to want to ad- advance to a to brewing a uh, a little bit higher level than than what you can do with Mr. Beer, which is basically just mixing a uh, an extract kit with water uh, in order to to get a little bit more um, uh, involved in the hobby and have a little bit more creative control. Uh, you you would want to want to get up to the next level where you can start using some specialty grains and, and playing around with different hops and yeast. And uh, it's funny, uh, Gary, because tomorrow my dad and myself will be brewing, and we do what's called partial mash, and we're not as probably as advanced as you and some of our other home brewers. We actually cook the beer. It's a big stove actually on the stove. I mean, you get a lot of efforts doing that. I think well, a lot of people brew, brew on their stovetop, and I think that's a that's a great way to to make beer. I, I personally am a big fan of, of brewing with with malt extract uh, because if you can uh, eliminate that whole mashing process that's in, in, involved in the the more involved all grain brewing process, you can really cut down on the amount of equipment you need and the amount of time it takes. So I, I definitely think that that extract brewing is a is a great way to go, particularly if you you don't have the space to So I've heard, you know, from the brewers in the club is that, you know, you could start with all extract, then partial mash, and then all grain. I mean, is that what you recommend? Or? Um, well, I definitely recommend starting with extract. Whether you not, whether or not you go to, to brewing with all grain is, is really up to the, to the individual brewer. But with the quality of extracts that are available now, there's, there's no need for, from a quality standpoint to, to brew all grain. But you do have you do have more more control over the brewing process that way. Okay, uh, Gary. So now uh, you know so somebody who has learned you know starting the learning process. Do you re- recommend that they 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 join their local home brew club or? Absolutely. Yeah, I would certainly recommend joining the American Homebrewers Association. But the local homebrew club is a, is a great way to to further yourself in the hobby because you can share ideas and get information from experienced brewers in the club. Uh, so there's there's room and and share your beers, and so you can get feedback from from those club members, from more experienced brewers on on how you can improve your craft. So it, it really is a great way to to uh, improve your brewing, and also you know the Homebrewers tend to be really fun people to hang out with. So if you're into beer, uh, Homebrew Club is, is really a great way to, to, to get to talk beer and, and geek out over beer. So um, definitely recommend hooking uh, up with a, with a local Homebrew Club. And, and we do have a directory for, for all of the Homebrew Clubs in the country on our website, homebrewersassociation.org. 
and as we know, uh, you know, with the Central Florida home uh, brewers, that there is that social element, that is that camaraderie. I mean, on the, uh, uh, you know, on your level at the American Home Brewers Association, do you do you try to promote that too? Or you mentioned about you know your your, your events, but I mean, do you have events that people could come in and so- socialize and talk about homebrew or? Yeah, absolutely. So. Um... In addition to the National Homebrew Competition and HomebrewCon, we've got an event coming up uh, in May 2nd uh, called Big Brew. Uh, That's actually the biggest event we do in terms of participation. Uh, In a normal year, we would encourage homebrewers to gather at uh, at sites all around the the country. Um, This year being a little different with the the COVID-19 virus, we're including encouraging people just to, to participate, to, uh, to pledge to brew on that day. Uh, so that, that's our celebration in honor of National Homebrew Day, which is uh, May 7th. We do it on the first Saturday in May. Uh, and then in November, on the first Saturday of November, uh, we do an event called uh, Learn to Homebrew Day. And so that's, a, that's where we encourage existing homebrewers to teach other homebrewers how to, how to make beer at home. Oh, yeah, that's... Uh sounds uh, good good uh, so gary you know we, we we're talking about the american uh, homebrewers association we know that you're located in uh, boulder colorado so ba- basically tell us a little bit about what you do as the director uh, well i manage our, our staff we have uh, seven full-time staff that work for the american homebrewers association uh we publish Symergy magazine we put on a events uh, we have a we have a website homebrewersassociation.org, dot uh, org where we um, we publish a ton of content uh, for for homebrewers. We have uh, over a thousand recipes that are either competition winners or or clone recipes of uh, of commercial craft beers. Um, so a, a lot of resources that go into uh, helping homebrewers make great beer. We have a forum that's free on our, our website, uh, and we also um, have, a, have an app called Brew Guru uh, that, that allows our members to access our, our um, AHA member deals program. Uh, so we have over uh, 2,500 businesses that give discounts to uh, members of the American Home Brewers Association. They can use that app to, to find those locations. And in fact, for anybody who's not a member, you can you can download the app and, and get a free month of, of trial membership with the, the Brew Guru app. Oh, so so yeah, the, this uh, this app. Uh, t- can you tell us a little bit more about it then? Right, so it's it's called Brew Guru. It's available for both um, um, Apple devices and Android devices, and it uh, includes a, a digital member card for for members, as well as a, a map of all the breweries in the United States, uh, and as many as we have in our database internationally. Uh, and then it will highlight all the all the businesses that give discounts to members of the American Home Brewers Association. So it's really easy to find those those businesses with as many as there are. And so many of our members actually make money by being a member of the American Home Brewers Association. Uh, but we also have all of our all of our members only content uh, recipes in Brewguru as well. So really easy to access uh, these world class homebrew recipes right there from from your phone or mobile device. 
Oh, wow. So there's a, a lot of different uh, recipes. And uh, I mean, where do all these, you know, recipes uh, come from then? They come from a variety of sources, they, um, but mainly from national homebrew competition to so medal winners from the national homebrew competition. Uh, all the all the recipes that we publish in Zymergy magazine, uh, as well as um, a selection of clone recipes from from craft breweries around the United States. Oh, so t- tell us a little bit more. You know, I hear this term, especially at the beer club, clone. You know, clone beers. Can you tell us for our audience what exactly is a clone beer? Great question. Uh, so that's that's a recreation of a, a beer that a, um, a commercial craft brewery is making. So we scale the recipe down to, to work for five-gallon-ish size batch uh, so that homebrewers can be making uh, beers similar to those that they, they find at, uh, at their favorite craft breweries. Oh, so, uh, and you, you have basically a lot, lot of the recipes there on the app then for that. Right. Yeah. So we, we try and make them as accessible as possible. So it's, you can get them from the app or from the homebrewersassociation.org website. Oh, great. Uh, so, so yeah, it sounds like, and yeah, it's really uh, beneficial to uh, be uh, a member, and uh, it's it sounds like, it, yeah, it's pretty easy, so you could, like, go to the website then, huh? Right, yeah, you can join right from the, from the website, or like I said, you can download the app and, and get a free trial, and you can join through the app as well. Oh, so the free trial is, like, for a certain amount of time then, or...? Right. So when you when you download the Brewery app and you log in, you can launch a 30 day free membership trial, and that gives you access to all the uh, the member deals and um, and the recipes and, and any uh, locked content that we have. So in addition to the recipes, we also have all the seminars that that uh, we put on at HomebrewCon. We record those and uh, make them available as members-only content. So you can access that via homebrewersassociation.org. Okay, Gary, you know what? That sounds simply fantastic. What we are going to do is we are going to take a quick break, and we will be back. My guest today from the American Homebrewers Association, the director, Mr. Gary Glass from Boulder, Colorado, as we are talking all about homebrewing and the American uh, Homebrewers Association and how they, they fit in and, and their competitions and all their, you know, the education they have and all the resources they have and how you can become a member and join and get 30-day uh, free membership. So again, my guest, uh, Gary Glass, director of the American Homebrewers Association. We're so blessed and honored to have Gary here today. You are listening to the Mike Carroll Radio program what's up america as always probably broadcasting from a coe florida usa planet earth and please stay with us for our very last segment of this edition of our program today well welcome back to our very last segment of this edition of the mike care radio program what's up america as always probably broadcasting from Acoe, Florida, USA, Planet Earth. And my guest today is Mr. Gary Glass, who is the director of the American Homebrewers Association. We are so blessed and honored to have... uh 
Gary here today. And one final shout out to the Central Florida Home Brewers. That is the local club, like uh, Gary mentioned, that that uh, the the Central Florida Home Brewers is not necessarily a chapter in the traditional senses, like Lions clubs and JC clubs and Rotary clubs have individual chapters, but they do work in accordance with each other. And while they're not a phys- officially the governing body, they do uh, they do work closely uh, and. It's all a symbiotic relationship, and it all it all it all works it works uh, wonderfully. So again, my guest Gary Glass, director of the American Homebrewers Association. So I'd like to thank Gary. I also like to thank each and every one of our radio listeners uh, for joining me today. You know, like I said, I, I want to thank Gary basically uh, for uh, letting me share my love and passion for what he does, which for his love and passion of what he does. So I'm so glad that uh, he could join me. All of our radio listeners could join me. And if you've got an idea for a show, uh, as far as a guest goes, or even a sub, even subject matter, please uh, go to mikecara.com and uh, visit and visit there and send me an email or give me a call on my cellular mobile phone. Then roll a jolly old this and this. So again, I would like to thank Gary Glass, who is the director of the American Home Brewers Association, for being here today. And uh, Gary, we're truly blessed and honored. Thanks so much. We truly do appreciate it. And I wanted Gary to to ask you this question because you know some of our listeners you know hear about that there is a big giant craft beer festival in in Denver. I know every year. Do you have anything to do with that, or you're separate from that? Yeah, no, we definitely have something to do with that. The Great American Beer Festival was actually started by the American Home Brewers Association back in 1982. Uh, it's currently run by our parent organization, the Brewers Association, uh, but we always have a have an AHA presence there, uh, and it, it, it started with us. And so many of the the breweries that uh, that are serving beer at the Great American Beer Festival got their start as home brewers and members of the American Home Brewers Association. Oh, and so you mentioned that there is now a parent. Uh, that might be our next interview, a parent organization called the Brewers Association then? Yep, yep. So the, the, we have kind of a, a sister association, the Brewers Association Professional Division, uh, which is uh, uh, a, a brewery-based membership, so mostly small and independent breweries that are members of the, the Brewers Association. Uh, and provide lots of resources to support their their operations so so that's uh, great to see you know how that uh, all works and uh, that uh, that like i said uh, the the all of the clubs then uh, so you mentioned that all of the clubs are like mem- members or how, how does that work again yeah, the clubs can can register with the American Homebrewers Association for free, and that way we can get them into our directory, and that that helps with you know. And somebody who's a, a homebrewer wants to find a, a club in their area, they can go on our website, check out the directory, find out you know the information they need, so they can start attending their local clubs meetings. 
Oh, so so someone could, you know, contact the American Homebrewers Association if they're not sure because, you know, sometimes it's through word of mouth, you know, these local clubs. So they could just call and say, hey, I, I want to be a home, you know, home brewer. I, I need, need a club, and then you could assist them then. Yeah, we could, we could certainly do that, and we've got lots of resources for on our website for finding a club as well as for uh, founding new clubs. Oh, and you believe, you think it's a good idea, even if somebody isn't into homebrew, or they're going to start to homebrew to become a member uh, of the AHA then? Sure. I mean, we, if you're interested in, in getting into homebrewing, the, the resources we have are really going to going to help. Uh, and then, you know, the member deals program will actually you know, cover the cost of your membership. So it's well worth it for, for anybody who, who might be thinking about homebrewing to, to get uh, an AHA membership. Oh, so yeah. So, so you mentioned about, you know, all your you know, different uh, events and you try to have these events, as you mentioned, all over the country. But, you know, we're, we're talking about the Great American Beer Festival in Denver. I mean, do you have like a, 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 big, a competition or some sort of event right in Boulder or? have a competition as part of the Great American Beer Festival. It's our the, the Great American Beer Festival Pro Am competition. So we take uh, uh, award winning recipes from members of the American Home Brewers Association and they the, those home brewers partner with a with a local brewery to brew that beer and then enter it into the Great American Beer Festival Pro Am competition. Oh wow! So yeah, that's uh, definitely uh, you know interesting how all of that uh, works. Uh, so yeah, we encourage everyone. We've been mentioning you know your website and all the resources it has, but I want to get the uh, the you know the official address. So if you could tell us the address of your website, uh, it is homebrewersassociation.org. Oh, and then. Everyone, you know, you could find just about uh, every, uh, you know, any information there and become a member right from the uh, page. And uh, you could, you know, can someone contact you if they have any, you know, questions about a membership or joining or that? Yeah, sure. All of our contact information is available via that uh, that website. Oh, so so basically, I mean, everyone that uh, you know that that wor- works with you as home brewers, or at least interested in, in, in beer, that yeah, yeah, and in fact, at the Brewers Association, I instituted something. Uh, we have we have our own homebrew system, and it is actually a requirement of employment at the Brewers Association that everybody brew on this this brew system at least a couple of times when they first start out so everybody has an understanding of the brewing process oh so so yeah you want everyone to at least know how the uh the brewing process uh, goes and we want to encourage you know everyone out there the only now the thing is you know usually for for us it takes about a month for the the entire process is that about average then yeah, yeah. When you take into account the, the brewing process and then fermentation, and you know if you're doing bottle conditioning, or um, yeah, yeah it'll take about a month. 
okay. And you know, it, it is interesting. You know, just kind of, and and this is great that our our Hearts Home Brew. I guess we'll give them a plug. Consider themselves an essential business. So, but are you f- finding a, a lot of home brew stores now are saying they're essential businesses? Or yeah, yeah. Um, since since a lot of homebrew stores have a grocery license because they're they're provide they sell food products like grain and uh, hops and. Um, so a lot of them are, are able to maintain business, but um, we found that, that many of them are, are operating through you know alternative purchasing options. So I know my local homebrew shop, I can call in with a credit card and, and order whatever I want and then go down to the store and pick it up. Uh, some some shops are now doing delivery, and uh, they're, they're, they're doing what they can under the current circumstances. Oh, so I I mean, you know, d- during the, the, these uh, times, you know, hopefully everything will, you know, be uh, back to normal, hopefully uh, soon, but we want to be uh, safe. I mean, do you find that you're any less bi- busy? I mean, obviously the events are postponed, but I mean, people are still joining, people still have questions, people still wa- want to, uh, you know, maybe video conference from afar or... Most definitely, uh, we're, we've seen uh, actually an uptick in, in interest in home brewing as people are stuck at home, and you know, by the nature of it, it is home brewing. So uh, it, it is actually a really fun fun thing to do if you're stuck at home. So um, I, I brewed this past weekend, and uh, hearing from several stores that uh, that they're experiencing an increased interest from. You know, current customers as well as old customers and new customers. So I think it's a really great time to get get into home brewing. And we we just launched a, a new video on uh, easy brewing, so how to how to get started the kind of the, the easy way, uh, and had huge response to that. So um, I, I think uh, we we may be seeing a, a renaissance in home brewing with the the amount of interest we're we're currently seeing. Oh yeah, v- videos. So, do you have like a YouTube channel or have videos on YouTube? Or we do have a YouTube channel on uh, you know American Homebrewers Association. Oh, and they're they're different, uh, you know, videos by different home brewers, or how does that that work? Yeah, it's they're, they're videos mostly by our, our staff. Uh, I've done several of them, so I've got a got one on on. Um, Beginning home brewing, we've got one on uh, on brewing uh, your first all grain batch. Uh, we've got videos on making meat, on making yeast starters, all kinds of things that uh, that would be of interest to home brewers. Oh, okay, okay uh, Gary. We really uh, appreciate your your time and uh, you know the, the, about and telling us all about the American. Um, Home Brewers Association. Any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to uh, mention here? Uh, well, you know, I just want to mention like that, that homebrewing really is a, a very fun activity to do, and I, I highly recommend it for anybody who's who's into beer. It's a it's a great hobby, and you know, one that, that comes along with a really great community of people. Oh, great! And if you could uh, give your website uh, one final time. Great, great. Okay, my guest has been Gary uh, Glass from the American Home uh, Brewers Association. He's the director there, and you've been listening to the Mike Kara radio program, What's Up America? And please catch us again next time.